Morning Raiders family and happy Wednesday to you all. Berkey here with my post-match review of the Sharks match last Sunday. Um, what a fantastic game. Um, I'll cover a few critical points about that performance in my top 10. and But there were certainly elements in that whole entire 80 minutes which uh, is a different side and one that's really going to keep us in extremely good stead over the next month of footy. Um, so look, without further ado, let's get into the top 10. I want to start with Nick Kotrick. Um, <clears throat> I thought his performance was very strong on the weekend from Nick. He looked to be back to his confident best. He was busting tackles. Really impressed with some of his runs just around that edge area where we really needed some big bodies and some big impact in that second half. Um, Nick really stood up big time. Um, as I said, I thought his runs through that edge area, dragging defenders with him, was the Kotrick of old when he, when, when he was playing winger. <clears throat> um, maybe the move to centre's got him more involved. The last few weeks when he's been back on the win, he's been a little bit isolated in getting enough ball or clean ball. Um, but on the weekend, he had a lot more freedom. So it's really good to see him back moving well um, around that edge area. A guy like Nick with the size and his footwork laterally um, can really cause some can really cause some worries with big forwards. And that's exactly how he played the Sharks around Fafita, uh, Baden-Uelli, Pryor. Those types of guys found it quite difficult to get a good shot on him. And nine times out of ten, Nick landed on his landed on his stomach, which meant he was able to get up quickly instead of being on his back, which takes a couple of more seconds to get in position to play the ball. So a top-notch game from Kotrick. Number two, I've gone exhausting. It's been a very, very hard month of footy. Um, as we all know, Roosters into Storm, into Manly, into Cronulla, all top, all top eight sides. We split it 50-50, um, but only a four-point loss to the Roosters, only a four-point loss to Manly, a four-point win over, over um, uh, Melbourne, and a one-point win over the Sharks. So it's really been tough up here. Sure, physically, but that back-to-back-to-back-to-back looking ahead of four big sides all in the eight or close to the eight in the relation to the Sharks, but should be in the eight on paper. Um, that is, a, as Ricky rightly said, that's a really, really good um, uh, warm-up for finals football. But it's been an exhausting run. Um, I won't cover too much on my top 10 for this week, but I'm very glad that Ricky's decided to rest some players this week to give them a recharge more mentally. Sure, a few niggles here and there, but the mental fresh up now is, is absolutely critical. And number three, the Steely Resolve. Now, let's be honest, 12-0, sold-out Shark Park or whatever home ground it, it, it is, except for ours, to go away and do what they did. Um, the boys seem to gel really well together when they're on the road. And you could see that on the weekend. Um, they were really playing for each other. 12-0 down at half time. We weren't playing our best, but we're only two converted tries. Uh, yes, the goal-kicking helped with the misses from the Sharks, but even at 18-0, 16-0, I still thought we would have had the mental resolve or the steely resolve we've had this year to peg that back. Previous couple of years, 2017, 2018, I would have been very worried even at 12-0 with the way that we were playing. But this year, even at 12-0, I wasn't worried that we had the players, the communication and the belief to get the job done. But it's been an exhausting four weeks. A refresh now at home. Uh, you know, we're home this week. Then we lead into the... Uh, uh, major semi next week, whether it's Sydney or in Melbourne, but we've got some good time now to spend at our own base refreshing. Number four, I've gone for Corey Horsberg. Another enormous game. 
what I noticed on the weekend, there really seems to be now a lot of faith from Hodjo and Aiden that they just don't want Corey Horsberg to take the ball up. They're expecting some second phase play from him. I listened to the first half on the radio uh, coming home and watched the second half on TV. And every second time I saw Horsberg taking the ball up, or the commentator would say, here's Horsberg again taking the ball up, getting an offload away, dragging three defenders with him. It just now seems to be a constant theme with Corey that he's really becoming a massive impact for us off that bench if he wasn't beforehand. And he really seems like the go-to guy if Hodjo either wants um, some momentum around that ruck area or he wants to quick play the ball or he wants an offload, he's hitting Horsberg, which is really, really refreshing to see. He's not playing now like a 15-20 NRL game type of forward. He's playing like a 40-50 type of forward. And that augurs well for us from the bench, particularly over the next couple of weeks. Sia at number five was enormous. I'm really glad I said in my pre-match review, I was hoping that uh, Louis and Sia would swap roles. I thought Sia, Sia's punch off the bench on the weekend was terrific. His leg speed was awesome. Uh, he took on Fafida, Bader Newelli and those guys and really owned them. I thought his charges down through the middle third where he'd square up the Cronulla defence. So they always had to look in at Sia instead of looking out because we were playing out the back. We were, he was look, they were looking in at Sia all the time, which meant the Cronulla defence had to hold the edges. They couldn't really drift out to help in, 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 uh, uh, in defence elsewhere. They really had to hold with the damage that Sia was doing around that middle third. Terrific impact. I hope that the Louis um, Sia or the Louis Papali uh, roles stay the same as they were. I definitely want to see Louis start, and I want to see Sia off the bench or Papa off the bench, but I think you'll find now Sia will come off the bench in the finals. <laughs> Number seven, Hudson Young. Really good to see him back. I was worried about the bench on the weekend. I said in my pre-match, um, I thought the Cronulla bench had been very consolidated and solid the last four weeks. Hudson Young had a cracking game. The good thing with Hudson, um, not a tall guy by any means, but he's got terrific footwork. He, you very rarely see a really big hit on Hudson Young from a from a middle defender or an edge defender because he can get out of trouble very quickly. Once again, him and Horsberg, Havili, Sia, um, our bench is going to be as critical as our starting 13 in the run to the grand final. But Hudson Young, he looks refreshed. Um, he's got an offload in him. More importantly, when he once again, like Corey, when he lands, he lands on his stomach, which means it's quickly and easy to get up. Quick play of the ball for Hodjo gives us that momentum and lets us win that ruck. And that's so important that our edges and our, and our, uh, and our bench are doing that work when they come on. Number eight, I've gone for patience. Once again, we are heading into some big games and patience is going to win these semifinals. Hail Mary type of plays, don't cut it. You've got to be patient. As I said earlier, 12 nil down, we, we, didn't, we didn't move away from our processes and systems in the second half. We played to our strengths, which is most important, and we became patient. 12 nil to 12-6 to 12-all. Psychologically, we've got our nose in front. Back to level, then behind, then back to level. But we were patient. We made sure we set up the field positions correctly, even though the three field goals at Aiden Kick were on the wrong side for a left footer. They're on the, if you're looking straight ahead at the camera, we were set up on the left-hand side of the post where the way a left footer kicks, we should have been set up on the right-hand side of the post with the curve. But be that as it may, no big deal. We still got the chocolates. But the most important thing I found was just our patience to get the job done. <clears throat> 
Number nine, Elliot Whitehead, a Trojan, um, just a just a master of his craft in gritty runs, solid defense with minimal misses, great discipline, really gels that left edge together now with uh, Jared Nick, CNK coming in behind and Jack inside him. That's a really rugged edge defensive pair of Whitehead and Whiten, uh, probably if not close to the best two defenders in the competition in their in, in their respective positions on that left edge. You very rarely see anyone getting their nose through those two and getting an offload away. They usually try and hit Jared or Bailey a little bit wider. Um, but Whitehead just really is a real fantastic type of glue that just really consolidates that left edge. Another, mag- another massive game on the weekend from Elliot. He looks fit. He looks healthy. Um, and I think he's a real, real weapon for us coming into the next four weeks particularly with his grit and his will to win, and he's just, he's mongrel. So uh, kudos to him the way he's played the entire year. And number 10, guys, I've gone for one game at a time. Now, if you think that Ricky's just looking to the Warriors game this weekend, that old uh, uh, that old chestnut of only looking at one game at a time is over. Guarantee Ricky's trawling videos with the Roosters if we play them, or the Storm, but more likely the Roosters game plan right now as we speak. Um, so I, I don't think this week in Ricky's mind, having rested the plays, which I'll cover in my top 10 on Friday or Saturday, he's really now looking forward to the weekend after. Um, combinations, little one percenters that we can improve against the Roosters or the Storm. Uh, and I think the one game at a time mentality this weekend is totally a smokescreen. He's not really looking to this weekend in any way, shape or form other than a solid performance and no injuries. They're the big two things he's he's certainly looking at. So Raiders fan, that's it for this week for my post-match review of the Sharks game. As always, a terrific performance. Um, excuse my dog in the background. She's going to eat me in a second. Um, but Raiders, look, until next time, my preview of the Warriors game Friday or Saturday. And as always, guys, this is Berkey. Bleed green, out.